Welcome to the RPGBot.news. I'm Randall James, and with me is Tyler Kamstra. Hi, everybody. And Ash Eli. Hey, guys. All right, Tyler, what is happening? Well, it's the middle of the year, so I thought we should do just kind of a general check-in on some smaller, smaller news stories, smaller events that have happened that aren't quite big enough to fill their own episode. But, you know, we want to let people know what's going on both with RPGBot and with tabletop RPGs in general. Yeah, I feel like it's actually been a while since we just talked about what's going on on RPGBot. So, yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I think it's been since about January, so like six months. Yeah, it's almost like it's the middle of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we start with uh, what's new with the podcast? So, if you're caught up and you've been listening for a while, you may notice that Ash is now on the podcast, um, and hey. you may not have heard from Random in a little while. So a few people have asked. Um, I want to let everybody know Random is still fine. He is still alive. Nothing bad has happened to Random. Um, as we've done more with the podcast, as we've made the news more of a thing and the scheduling commitment has gotten harder, um, we had some scheduling conflicts and I had to ask Random to step back from the podcast. Uh, he is still very, very actively involved in the site. He's still very actively writing. Um, Random is one of my absolute best and oldest friends, and I'm thrilled to have him on the RPG Bot team. He has helped me build this for years and years and years. And yeah, he he's not going anywhere. If you want to talk to Random, he's very active on the RPGBot.discord. Um, and yeah, he he likely won't be on the podcast for a while, but he is still around. He has not spontaneously combusted. Which I really think is good news. But his articles are fire. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, yes. Um, so Random was the first contributing author to RPG bot. And he's written um, to this day, his subclass handbooks are some of the most popular pages on the site. Uh, the Hexblade, the Blade Singer, the Armor Artificer. Uh, yeah. He's still actively writing subclass handbooks. He's written some very, very good handbooks for spells and feats. Uh, we'll have some links in the show notes to them. And yeah, uh, he's a busy guy. He's got a lot going on in his life. Um, but he is still writing for the site, and I could not be happier to have him on the team still. So you talk about Random being one of the first contributing authors. Uh, I think that implies there's additional contributing authors. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're one of them. Um, <laughs> that's fair. There are now at least two. Yes. Uh, yeah, so... RPG Bot for most of its history was just me for a very, very long time. And as much as I love writing for RPG Bot, I can't do everything that I want to do with the site. Um, so I've started bringing on some very, very smart people that I like and that I know pretty well. Um, Randall has started writing for the site. Ash has started writing for the site. Like I said, Random is, was the first contributing author to RPG Bot. Um, we also have Rocco writing for the site. Um, Randall, you wrote, you've written our reviews for Mork Borg and uh, Cult Heretic and great articles. Strongly recommend them if you're curious about Mork Borg. Um, Ash wrote our reviews for Simbaroom. 
thank you. Good God. Uh, I, I was staring at the word on the page and was like, Simber, burr, 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 burr. Uh, who knows at this point? Simba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Ash wrote our reviews for Simberom. Um, and by the time this airs, uh, Ash's review of the new Call of Cthulhu starter kit will be out. Uh, very good review. I've always been nervous about trying Call of Cthulhu. So, like, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to go play it now. Sounds it's good. A good one. It's a good system. But yeah, it can be overwhelming and intimidating. But Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then a, a bit of the meta, right? So uh, being the outside looking in, like I've, I've always enjoyed the class handbooks. Uh, I, you know, I met you when you were doing this, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't as big as it was a year ago or two years ago. Um, and I was just getting into D&D in a real way. And so it was nice to be able to go and, and look and, and see and learn. Now I'm I'm working on an article now where I'm doing the research and I have to say, wow, there's a lot of effort that goes into like looking at things, thinking about options, thinking about like, am I being consistent across everything that the rest of the site has done? Um, I say that to say that, yeah, I mean, the writing team is definitely putting in amazing work. There's a lot of time that goes into this. And, and I think you can really tell uh, the articles are are fun to read. They're engaging when you're trying to think about like i want to play a barbarian but what barbarian do i want to uh do i want to play being able to go through and chew these things is fantastic so i feel like the entire writing team is doing a great job uh and yeah i really appreciate everybody's time i hope you at home do too yeah i also really enjoy having somebody to edit my stuff for before it sees the light of day um, <laughs> i am a notoriously poor proofreader uh and I've gotten emails from people telling me that they celebrate certain typos birthdays every couple of years. It's like, Oh, okay. That uh, tells me something about myself. At first you're happy because they're celebrating and they're like, Oh, wait a second. I think, yeah. (laughs) Let's celebrate Tyler's failures. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) My day is ruined. Yeah. So, so having, uh, having the team review, like we all review each other's stuff very actively, um, and that has done a lot for the quality of the writing, um, especially mine, honestly. Um, and yeah, random and uh, random and Rocco are super active reviewing and editing everyone's articles. Like, so happy to have them on board. Um, if you if you haven't looked at the like author line on the blog posts for the announcements for new articles, go check those when you look at them. Um, Cause it shows who wrote it. And uh, Rocco has been super active with writing new subclass handbooks for 5e. Um, I'm sure between the time we record this and when this airs, he'll have put out like two, three, four more. We also brought on Zoe Franznick, uh, who you might remember from our recent episode with the Maniculum podcast. Uh, very, very skilled writer, very, very smart. Uh, she is currently working on reviews for Free League's Vicen system. Um, as, a, as an academic medievalist, she is very, very uniquely suited to like review and understand the setting, the lore there. Uh, and yeah, her, her writing is excellent. I'm very excited to have her on board. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see what she comes up with as she looks at it, kind of see what she thinks and really get it through her eyes. Yeah. Uh, so you talked about like your time being limited and how great it's been to have folks uh, helping to write here. And you also talked about the fact that we're doing product reviews. I feel like product reviews were a thing for a long time you avoided because with the bandwidth of like even first party from Wizards of the Coast or first party from Paizo, 
how can you keep up with everything that that's coming out, let alone all the great RPG systems that are coming out? Uh, and so I feel like this is one of the the advantages of having expanded the team, having bring people on. Uh, so given that, what are you know who are some some of the companies that we're working with? What are some of the products that we've been looking at? Uh, well, that's an exciting question. Uh, so so producer Dan and me have been uh, like like pounding the pavement, talking to cool people. Uh, we met a bunch of great companies at GaryCon last year, and that was honestly huge for us. The list of companies that that we're currently doing press for uh free league which we've talked about a lot um frog god cobalt press uh frog god necromancer are basically the same company um so frog god necromancer cobalt press we just we just recently started doing press for chaosium including uh, ash's review of the new call of cthulhu starter set um there's a couple others that we're working on we're on the press list for Roll Twenty, and uh, we're we're building relationships with a few other virtual tabletops. So, like, we're getting more and more insider and early information on cool new products that we think we think people listening to this podcast and following RPG about in general stuff that we think you'll like. AW Games, which we had a had an episode with previously, and uh, Randall and I have gotten a chance to play in a couple of their adventures. They're uh, they're a ton of fun. We had we had uh, Demi Plane on for an episode a while ago, and we're following their work very closely as they you know expand and get off the ground and stuff. Uh, Tabula Sono, we did an episode with a while ago. Very exciting virtual tabletop that I'm excited to get to play with once it's. Um, you know, more, more, uh, not in beta. And if you remember uh, listening, I think that's actually coming soon, right? I believe their, yeah. their public launch was August, but go back and listen to the Tabula Sono episode. I, my memory is not that good. So yeah, we, we've been talking to a bunch of cool companies, um, start playing dot games, the platform for, for finding professional dungeon masters, like, cool companies in the space that have really interesting products to offer not only just like new rpgs third-party content for D and pathfinder but also tools products stuff that make gaming better and more fun um rpg bot the character optimization stuff is very much focused on like D D pathfinder because those are the systems that i know the absolute best um but there's so much out there that i still play and enjoy uh there's so many other rpgs um of course our friends at describe who we've been working with since like before describe launched um absolutely fantastic people to work with creating a really great product Um, a lot of the ad reads that you hear us do on the podcast like they wrote those for us like the very cool people love working with them um yeah, the, there's a lot of cool companies getting off the ground. We're getting no more people in the in the space. Um, this is really exciting. And uh, you out there listening to this podcast, you and uh, you know the other members of this team, you guys made all of this possible. So uh, me coming from having done this as a solo project for years and years and years, like I'm getting to do a bunch of really cool stuff that I never thought I would get to do because of the other people on the team now and because of cool people like you who listen to this podcast and follow the site. So, uh, Hey, if you're out there listening, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm having a ton of fun. <laughs> I think we all are. 
I'm, I'm having fun. And we know you're having fun, Randall. You're always having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just happy to get, I get, to, I feel like Farnsworth from uh, Futurama. Like I have my lines that I get to say every day. It's like, good news, everyone. We're recording. Wait, this is the good news. Uh, that isn't exactly. <laughs> <laughs> RPGbot.news, everyone. Exactly. That, that's, oh, oh. I have to use that at some point. Yeah. Yes, please, please do. Please yeah. do. Does anybody remember the opening to uh, Offspring's Americana, the album? Yeah. Welcome to Americana. You know that? No? I think I please. was like eight when that came out. And you weren't listening to Offspring? Ah, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Welcome to the RPG Bot Dot Podcast. Press one, two, continue. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> No, it's, it's definitely good stuff. Uh, one of the cool things, uh, so we mentioned, like, if you want to talk to Random, if you want to talk to Rocco, like, all of the writing team is available in the Discord. And so if, you know, if you want to talk to us, 100%, come on in. It's available through patreon.com slash So by now, Free RPG Day has come and gone. Yeah, and a lot of cool stuff comes out on Free RPG Day every year. If you can make it in person to your friendly local game shop, if they're participating, you can get all kinds of cool stuff. Um, uh, companies like Paizo and Hit Point Press and a bunch of others, a bunch of other creators put out stuff for Free RPG Day, and a lot of it is really great, like one-shots, um, intro adventures for games, lots of stuff that's really easy to just pick up and use. And I will say, if there's one reason to follow Twi- Twi- Twiler, perfect. If there's one reason to follow Tyler on Twitter, it's because every year he announces it's free RPG day before it's free RPG day. The, the problem with the podcasting, right, is we put, in, we put an episode out and it's like, oh, by the way, just passed. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe we should warn people about that ahead of time next year. There is a free RPG day Twitter account. Go follow them. They're nice. Um, so... I have been looking forward to Paizo's Fistful of Flowers for months. Like, very, very excited. It came out on Free RPG Day. By the time you're hearing this episode, it will be out and available as a free PDF on the Paizo site. It's called Fistful of Flowers. It's written by the same authors who wrote Big Trouble and Little Absalom, which we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, their names are Eleanor Farron and Linda Zayas Palmer, assuming I'm not butchering pronunciation there. But we talked to the Paizo folks at Gen Con about them, and they had so many wonderful things to say. Uh, apparently, the authors leaned really, really hard into the goofs with this one. The, the character on the title is a dandelion leshy with a face that looks like a lion who is a dandy swashbuckler. And like it, it's a combination of all of the like character things or some combination of sword, lion, dandelion. It's very, very silly. Like, they, they leaned into the goofiness really, really hard. It's, I love it. I'm so excited. And Yeah, if you, if you haven't played Big Trouble in Little Absalom, it's a wonderful one-shot. Uh, gives you pre-gens. So if you're looking to break into PF2, these free RPGs that, that Paizo puts out are a wonderful way to break in because a lot of the hard stuff's done for you. The adventure is built. The pre-gens are there. Everything's well-balanced. The story is sitting in front of you. You've got maps. There's literally no reason not to use this as your introductory adventure. Something else to be excited about. We, uh, I believe by the time this gets out, 
Spelljammer Academy will be complete. It's available for free on D&D Beyond. So for everybody who's looking forward to Spelljammer, Spelljammer is probably also out by now. So you have this wonderful, wonderful series of introductory one-shots to lead you right into the full campaign. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how long, like, does Spelljammer Academy stay permanently? Does this go away? Uh, Only time will tell, and we will either praise or complain later. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out Spelljammer Academy, definitely do so um, as soon as possible. Uh, if it's still up, because it's a lot of fun. If you're listening to this in 2025, first of all, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Second, uh, you know, tweet at us if it's still up. We want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, make sure that you uh, stock up for the apocalypse. So. <laughs> which apocalypse will be on will we be on by 2025 I don't know. It's, look, it's looking like you know world war three with china is probably the one that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah all right uh, Fallout. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope this winds up being like uh, the highlander series like only the odd ones are any good this is probably going to be an even apocalypse it's going to be terrible <laughs> yeah but uh if we can find uh if we can find internet access, maybe we'll be broadcasting from the ruins of New York or something. Yeah. <laughs> Coming at you live from the wastelands, it's Randall James. <laughs> <laughs> and you Tyler Newton. <laughs> Someday yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on the Fallout RPG just so you can say that unironically. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we'll be playing Fallout all day, every day, until somebody kills us. <laughs> Or we die of radiation poisoning, whichever comes first. <laughs> These uh, rad scorpions don't have skateboards. Yeah, Mr. RPG Bot, <laughs> can I stop LARPing yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. So one more thing that, uh, that has happened in great part due to cool people like you out there. Uh, we were this year nominated for an Ennie. So if you're not familiar with the Ennies, uh, the Ennies are one of the largest awards in tabletop gaming. They're awarded at Gen Con every year. They're run by uh, long-standing tabletop RPG forum EN World. It's like very prestigious award. A lot of really cool companies uh, get big after after being uh, Enny winners. Describe among others, uh, Morkborg has won. So many Ennies. Like, Free, Free League is basically a staple of the Ennies for several years running. But, like, the creative creativity of the artwork, the writing, the layout, like, 100% deserved. Like, yeah, still, yeah. Portburg's awesome. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we were nominated for, for an Ennie in Best Online Content. First time this has happened for us. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm very, very excited. By the time this airs, voting will have concluded. It, um, so uh, hopefully you caught our ads on previous episodes asking you to go and go vote for us. But uh, yeah, it's a huge honor to be nominated alongside a bunch of really, really cool creators and products. And uh, we're hoping for the best. Fingers crossed. Also, if you're looking, if you want to look out to see like what's cool in the tabletop space, uh, 100% going and looking at the any page, not just to vote for RPG bot for best online content, but also looking at all of the other content producers, they have sections for best art, best adventure. There's a judge's spotlight. So basically just a group of people getting together and saying, like, what's cool in this arena? Uh, best aid and, or accessory, digital, non-digital, um, best interior art, uh, best cartography. And I really love that. It's like, you know what? Maps are important. Who has the best maps? Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you want to see like a lot of this content, I would guess, unless you're deep in the space and you're constantly following things, would be new to you. And so I 100% suggest go look 
yeah see what's cool yeah there's a lot of cool products on there that i'm i'm actually really excited to talk about hey maybe we can try and get some of them on the podcast that would be neat. Yeah. that'd if, be awesome yeah if you were nominated for an any and you're interested reach out to rpgbot.net on twitter that's rpg b-o-t d-o-t n-e-t perfect let's talk about what's going on outside of rpg bot a little bit uh i feel like we've talked about ourselves for like 15 minutes straight yeah there's really two things in the universe though right there's (laughs) the things that are in rpg bot and there's the things outside rpg bot let's be fair the things that are in rpg bot are way more important (laughs) (laughs) wait does everybody hear that it's the sound of people just hitting pause on the podcast (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can you can stop listening now. The important parts are done. So uh, <laughs> I think we're like they were hitting delete, but okay. <laughs> we're kidding. We're think we think everything else is awesome, and we're really excited to talk about everything else. Please stay. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, very recently was Free RPG Day, which is an annual thing. It's uh, is sort of like Free Comic Book Day, but for RPG stuff. So uh, so your friendly local game store will have free RPG products that are distributed by the companies themselves intentionally for free. So I've mentioned it a bunch of times previously, Little Trouble in Big Absalom was one of Paizo's free RPG day adventures, and it's an excellent introduction to PF2. It's a fantastic one shot that's just an absolute joy to play this year they published another one called a fistful of flowers uh, little trouble in big absalom you played kobolds fistful of flowers you play leshies which are like halfling sized plant creatures uh um, it was available for free on free rpg day and the digital copies will be available for free on july 27th which isn't too much longer after this airs yeah, and, and you say in Big Trouble Little Absalom, you played kobolds, now we're playing Lishes. So what's cool about this, I think, for a person who's maybe interested in GMing for Pathfinder, but a little bit intimidated if it's your first time, the adventure is all set up. There are, uh, like, the party is set up. So basically, you, you take the folks who are going to play with you, and you say, here, pick one of these, and everything's ready to go. And so it's a great way to play the system and get a feeling for this, how the system works with well-designed characters before you actually step into either building your own characters or building your own adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. It's a perfect place to get started with PF2, even before you go for like the starter kit or something like that. Strongly recommend the free adventures. Yeah. I really liked playing uh, big trouble in little Epsilon. So I'm looking forward to a fistful of flowers. Uh, It seems adorable for sure. mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the cover art has somebody stabbing someone with a rapier made of thorns. It's, it's amazing. Neat. I love it. The art is perfect. <laughs> uh, also, they released uh, a Starfinder adventure, Skitterworm. So, yeah. if you haven't played Starfinder, maybe something to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't dipped my toes into Starfinder. People have been asking me to do that for a couple of years, and I just haven't made it happen yet, haven't had the time. Um, it looks like a cool system, though. Uh, so if you're curious about Starfinder, yeah, start with the free RPG day adventures. Yeah, sure. So I, another exciting thing that's happened recently. So we all know Spelljammer Adventures in Space is coming out mid-August. I think the release date is like August 16th. Target release date, I guess I should say at this point. Um, so <laughs> on D&D Beyond, if you have an account or if you go create an account right now, you can get access to the first part of an adventure, uh, Spelljammer Academy. 
and it you know it drops you into combat you step into combat and then there's a little bit of an adventure there so it's great for a one shot just to introduce folks to the spelljammer setting and is likely giving us a flavor of what's to come in the spelljammer adventures in space campaign set randall you and i just got back from gen con and boy are my arms tired i felt that coming like i i tried to dodge it but like it came through my earballs anyway so thank you for that i guess so the the trip to gen con was kind of last minute because we were nominated for an any and best online content and here i am holding it uh we took home gold thanks to you wonderful people listening on this podcast other members of our community uh this was absolutely a huge honor um i'm really excited thank you guys yeah it was it was really crazy to be there right like it's a huge ceremony uh they must have awarded like 15 to 20 categories i didn't actually count them um you know there were like a lot of really cool people there you know we we saw our friends from paizo we saw our friends from kobold we saw a lot of like indie developers and a lot of their products were winning both for the strength of their writing for the strength of the art uh, and it just so happened that actually the first award that was given was the best online content. Uh, so Tyler got to go pick up the first gold of the evening and you're like, okay, this is really cool. And then as we sat and watched the magnitude of the accomplishments of everyone who was coming after, it's like, whoa, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah. And if you missed the live stream and you want to see Tyler's acceptance speech, all 30 seconds of it, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, yeah. It reminded me of the Joe Pesci uh, um, Academy Award winning for uh, Goodfellas, where he just comes and he goes, it's an honor, and then he just leaves. (laughs) Absolutely not joking. Like, we're sitting there as the ceremony starts up, and my wife turns to me and says, have you figured out what you're going to say if you're going to win? And I said, yeah, like, I've got a general idea. I figure I'll watch a couple of the acceptance speeches and figure out, like, what's appropriate to say, because our category is, like, two-thirds of the way through the ceremony. Nope. We were first, so I improvised. Uh, (laughs) And if anything, you got to be a trendsetter until other people set longer trends than we. They were beautiful speeches, beautiful speeches. Yeah, very beautiful, very beautiful. Uh, Uh, Not so beautiful audio, though. uh, Yeah, the the audio on the stream was a little rough, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. uh, No promises, people at home. In fact, just pretend I didn't even say this. I recorded it, and I wouldn't be surprised if my Pixel did something better than their russet potato they recorded that audio with. <laughs> so maybe at some point we managed to get that audio up so people could actually like hear what Tyler said. Yeah, for sure. Um, other, things, other things happened at Gen Con besides the innies? We got to meet a lot of really cool people. Uh, we met a bunch of people from Paizo and Cobalt Press. Uh, we met up with the AEW Games folks. Um, Oh gosh, uh, Cubicle 7, Hit Point Press. We saw our friends from Easy Roller Dice again. Um, go check out their dice. They're gorgeous. They're my favorites. Edge. Edge Studios. Yeah, um, the folks who took over the Star Wars RPG and L5R and a couple other games, like they were there. So we got to meet a couple of their designers. Um, something I'm learning, and keep this secret just between you and us, audience, um, a lot of the people working the booths at these cons, those are the bigwigs. Like those are the like those are the the leadership at the companies. Usually, it's like the the designers and management. <laughs> so, like you can just go up to talk to them and be like, "Oh, uh, who are you?" It's like, "Oh, I'm the guy writing the the uh, essentially third edition of Dark Heresy." It's like, "Oh, 
I would like to talk to you more now, please. Thank you. <laughs> please, please say more things. More of those yeah. words. <laughs> Just like that. Um, although what I'll say is best advice, don't actually walk up to them and say, who are you? Uh, <laughs> maybe lead in with, you know, I'm a fan or I'm at least familiar. Uh, and luckily, if, any, if Tyler is anything, Tyler is familiar. <laughs> So yeah, it was. I mean, it was really cool to to talk to all these people. The great news, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I think we were able to work out a lot of really cool interviews on future news episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you got excited about any of those creators we just talked about, great news! You'll probably get to hear from them soon. Oh yeah. We sat down at Paizo, so Paizo was doing like hour long play sessions of Abomination Vaults. So we got to play some PF2 at the con, which was really exciting. One of the things, because we spent we spent a lot of time actually trying to talk to people, which means we don't spend as much time actually sitting at the uh, the play tables. And so that was a really cool thing to get to do. Yeah, it was a great little one-hour session, just quick dungeon crawl, fought a couple monsters. It was a good time. Um, I believe our DM's name was James, or sorry, GM. Ran a wonderful little session, fought some cool monsters. They made me fight spiders. Good times were had. I saw that. You did not look happy <laughs> about it. <laughs> he, he was not entertained, but then he uh, he imploded one of them with three magic missiles. So, you know. I had three actions and one spell slot, and I knew exactly what to do. <laughs> magic missile. Just magic missile. Just magic missile. <laughs> like, I, think, I think one of them is going to do it. Nope, three. That's what's happening. <laughs> Uh, it was also really cool. Uh, so we met uh, several folks who were fans of the podcast, people who actually knew the podcast uh, or fans of RPG Bot itself. Uh, you know, a few people was like, oh, where'd you get the T-shirts? And it's like, well, he made them because this is Mr. <laughs> RPG Bot. Uh, so it was really cool to see how much people really engage with the site. And yeah, people who are just excited to meet Tyler. Yeah, I'm still not used to that. Uh, so if you meet me at a con or whatever, forgive me if I'm a little weird and awkward because I'm still not used to that. Uh, I, I do sincerely love it. Like, I love meeting people from the community. Uh, I, I need to get into the habit of asking people this. But hey, if you come find me, tell me about your character. I sincerely love to hear what you're playing. Did it ever get into a situation where I was like, oh, my God, it's Tyler. Oh, and Randall's here, too. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, people like Randall. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, it's, it's more of it. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> so kind of like that. <laughs> like, yeah, your beard is, is very bushy, and I like that about you, sir. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Since Wizards acquired D&D Beyond earlier this year, they've been doing a few of these free temporary uh, digital content packs. So there was the Vecna dossier, which was basically like, here's Vecna's backstory and here's a stat block for him. And then Spelljammer Academy, which I I don't know how long these things will be available. But yeah, if if you can get them, go click it. It's free. Uh, But it's cool that that Watsi is using the platform to distribute free content like this. I like that. Well, and it's a great, like we talked about when the acquisition was first announced, like, you know, will, will this be good? Will this be bad? You know, will as folks who love tabletop and love the products that Watsi puts out, are we going to be happier now that they're a unified company and seeing something like this is fantastic. Cause if you were on the fence, if you weren't sure if you wanted to buy Spelljammer. You get to play it. You get to get a little bit of excitement, see what's going on, and then ultimately make the decision. 
So I think this is a great pattern, and I'd love to see it continued. Yeah, it's almost like a demo for a game, you know? No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think it's a really cool, quirky adventure. Um, it's like basically you're at an academy trained to be a spell jammer. Um, and it sets the tone, I think, pretty well for the wackiness that is Spelljammer in itself. So. <laughs> I do love some fun, wacky D&D adventures in space. Hell yeah. <laughs> so speaking of free stuff, let's talk about the D&D Club Kit. So this was a thing a couple of years ago. If you were running like a school club, uh, something at your library, basically, a, well, yeah, a club. If you were running a club, you could go to Wizards of the Coast and say, hey, I'm running this free club and Wizards of the Coast would send you a stack of free books to play D&D with. Like school club, here you go. Here's everything you need. Enjoy. Um, And that went away during COVID because people weren't meeting in person. So they switched to like a a digital model where you'd get a bundle through D&D Beyond. Um, You would get coupon codes for some free booster packs in magic gathering arena which is the magic mobile app um, and that has gone away for a while but uh if the dragon talk podcast is to be believed the physical club kit is making a return soon so we'll have a link in the show notes to the uh the dnd club kit but if you're running like a charity thing, if you're running uh, an after-school program, if you're running a, a club at your school, your college, whatever, um, go check it out. It's a great way to get some free content to share with your friends, to share with the club. And yeah, like the the books are expensive, so it prevents it presents a startup cost, which is kind of a pain if you're just getting into the game. But this is a great way to get a whole bunch of people started in a hurry. And then we talked earlier in the year about the conventions of 2020. Uh, I think it's probably worth doing a recap. So we're cruising into August, but this is really when the season kind of starts to get hot. Yeah, like there, it seems like there's a bunch of conventions in like early spring and then they pick up again at the end of summer and then kind of run through fall. Yeah, we're getting into that second half of the year. So Gen Con is coming up at the beginning of August. And uh, Randall, you and I will be attending. It's going to be exciting. So the the any ceremony is actually at Gen Con, as we said earlier. Uh, so we're going to go. We're going to you know sit in attendance, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but other than that, we'll be roaming around. We'll have our RPGbot.t shirts on, so you can look for us. Uh, we might be drinking about RPGbot.drinking drinking glasses. No, we'll see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they'll let us bring our own uh, beverages in glasses into the convention center, but uh, we could try. No, we can hope, right? But I mean, it's not a it's not a drinking glass. It's an RPG bot glass. It's it's an accessory. <laughs> it's, it's not for drinking. It's for holding my dice. Brilliant. Uh, it's like it's like the world's best Yahtzee cup. <laughs> just, just walk in like full of dice, uh, saran wrap the top, and when everyone says like, "What's that?" It's my dice bag. Rattle, rattle, rattle. <laughs> right, we, we have a plan. Uh, if you're an organizer at Gen Con, just ignore that. Um, yeah, we didn't mention anything. It's going to be great. Uh, so yeah, I'm super excited. This will actually be my first trip to Gen Con. Same here. Oh, awesome. Have fun, guys. I've never been either. Uh, we'll get you out there someday. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, let, me know how, <laughs> let me know how it goes. We will. <laughs> <laughs> sounds ominous <laughs> sounds <laughs> all right so uh, so that's the beginning of august gen con we talked earlier about you know the right things to say to tyler when you approach him to make him 
extremely comfortable, which is, this is my character. Just don't even, like, no greetings <laughs> or anything. Just, I want to tell you about my character. <laughs> and if you're going to game Holcon, you might just get that opportunity. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, I, I'm saying this about every con we've gone to this year, but I've never been to game Holcon, and I've been hearing wonderful things for years. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And if you're there, definitely come say hi to us. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, so Game Ocon, right, what's it famous for? Just lots of gaming, right? There's board games, there's tabletop games. There's two, those two things. There's people, there's unique people. Um, <laughs> people who play them. Did yeah. it get its name from just cram games in your hole? It, it yeah. should be. So this is, Alex Camber puts this on, right? So Alex Camber's famous for, hey, I guess, having an ownership staker, runs part of True Dungeon, uh, lights a, writes a lot of really cool RPGs. Um, I think we got news when we talked to him at GaryCon that he's going to have something cool coming out this fall. Looking forward to finding out a little bit more about that. So yeah, in general, it's going to be an awesome con. Who knows? Maybe I'll even get a game. Speaking of PAX East or uh, PAX Unplugged, so that will be at the very beginning of December. Um, I don't know if any of us are going to make it out to that. Um, that will likely happen at some point in the future. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but I've always heard wonderful, wonderful things about PAX Unplugged. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what the rest of the year holds. Yeah. So if you're headed to Gen Con or Game Hole Con, uh, feel free to tweet at us and uh, yeah, maybe we'll wave at you on the convention floor, maybe even get a game. That's actually one of the things I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Come home with a stack of new games. Just and feel free to tweet me at me. Any, uh, embarrassing pictures you take of these two guys. Cause I want to, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the internet has enough bandwidth, but that's <laughs> let's open the floodgates. Come, my <laughs> minions. We're gonna need a montage. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we did it. If you've enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcast and rate us on Spotify or your favorite podcast app. It's a quick, free way to support the podcast and helps us to reach new listeners. You can find links in the show notes. You'll find affiliate links for source books and other materials linked in the show notes, as well as on RBGbot.net. Following these links helps us to make this show happen every week. All right. Uh, Dan, will you kill the recording? Say something funny. I really want to go to Gen Con and just poo-poo. Somebody's flushing a toilet above me.